I am Sue. Very grateful member of the Al-Anon family groups because today I love an alcoholic. This is a Friday night Godawana step study in Fullerton, California. And it's the Friday after Thanksgiving and I think everybody but the turkey's stuffed now. So don't fall asleep. I'll call on you for comments. <laughs> uh, we're on step six tonight. Entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And I love this step. Um, I like what it says in the AA 12 and 12. This step, this is the step that separates the men from the boys. And this is what this program's all about. Uh, by the time we get to this step, we have uh, started developing a relationship with our God that... Um, we feel close to. He's come from um, higher power to a God of our own understanding. And uh, the dependency is uh, being lessened on our sponsor and more onto our God. And this is where nobody else can do this from you from now on. The fourth and the fifth step was building a foundation of your program. And so I hope people, especially new people that are getting ready to do their fourth step, don't skip around and uh, leave things out of that fourth step because it's in uh, doing that fourth step and taking the fifth step with your sponsor that you're building the foundation that you're going to stand on the rest of your program because it's all about honesty and humility. And... Uh, in the AA Big Book, it says we emphasize willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we have admitted are objectable? Can he now take them all, every one? If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us to be willing. And so we pray for the willingness to be willing. But uh, when we did our fourth step, in the fourth column of our fourth step, that's where all of our defects came out. And so when uh, I hope you haven't burned your fourth step within you when you took your fifth step with your sponsor if you haven't gotten to the sixth and the eighth step because you're going to need that to refer to before you're done. So uh, you keep it hidden, you keep it discreet. The AA 12 and 12 talks, talks about without any reservations whatever. And that's in italics, which means it's very important. When I was doing this program, I was told that anything that's in any of the literature, when it's italicized, it means pay attention. And that's italicized. It's in italics, so we have definitely come a long way spiritually to this program to grow in the image and likeness of his own creator. In Al Nan 12 and 12 it says the purpose of step 6 was to make ourselves ready to accept God's help and to know with absolute certainty when we had done so. Taking this step continued to remind us that we needed the help of a power greater than ourselves. This 
ever-availing help, however, in no way relieved us of our responsibility to uncover and examine defects. We'd be much better off without them. And it talks in the Al-Anon 12.12 about manipulation and blaming and uh, using all those uh, thinking we were in control and all of the ways that we use those character defects to run the disease of alcoholism out in others because until we got to this program, we didn't know any other way to handle any of our problems than to try to manipulate people to do what we wanted them to because we thought we were right, which is one of the character defects. Self-righteousness is called pride. Uh, When I'm going through this step with uh, someone I sponsor, I have them list all of their defects, have make three columns on a sheet of paper. The defect of character that comes out in their fourth column and their fourth step goes on the left side of the paper. In the uh, middle column, we narrow it down to one of the seven deadly sins, whether it's pride, greed, anger, lust, envy, sloth, or gluttony. No matter how many character defects that you find in that fourth column of your inventory, you will never get more complicated than those seven deadly sins. So if you go around bragging about how sick you are and all the character defects you had, I had 28, I had 42 character defects, you're just letting somebody know how really insane you are. That's not something to brag about, you know. <laughs> At um, So it's narrowed down to those seven deadly sins. Uh, when I did mine, what I got to find out is that I was a very proud, angry person. Those were the two character defects that came up a lot. Those, and uh, then in the fourth, third column of that list, I have the people put the opposite of what their character defect is, and that will turn into their seventh step, which we'll talk about next week. But... Uh, these character defects will come up, have they said, they will come up on a different horse from time to time. The character defect that was number one when I did my fourth step the first time isn't necessarily the same character defect that's causing me pain today, 28 years later. And one of the character defects that I found out uh, early on was impatience, uh, which is greed. And uh, I wanted more, which was greed. Uh, I wanted it right now, and that fell in the co- uh, with sloth, because I wanted it right now. It's not necessarily I wanted to do it right now, but I thought about wanting it right now. I wanted something to happen where it happened right now. And so uh, when I got to this step and I saw that uh, sloth and greed were my two biggest character defects the first time I did my inventory, I started praying for patience. I do not suggest anybody does that. Because I don't know about your God, but the way God works in my life, He does not remove my character defects. He allows me to do that. What my God did for me, he, is, he gave 
me circumstances in my life in order for me to practice patience on. My God lets me learn the lesson. He doesn't fix me. He lets me fix myself. He lets me have the freedom of self-will. So I can take that self-will and keep going into destruction with self, or I can take self-will and I can do it in a positive way. So what I did with those two character defects is that I wanted it all and I wanted it right now. And uh, in regards to this program, I needed some answers right now. And what I got to realize is that the more meetings I went to, the more I learned and the faster I got it. I could not grow in this program on one meeting a week. I don't think anybody can. That's my opinion. I don't think anybody can grow one meeting a week. You do not get this program through osmosis. And I didn't want to wait that long. Um, two meetings a week are better, but what I found out that three or more meetings a week I can grow. And I go to uh, four and five meetings a week. And one of those meetings that I go to is usually an AA speaker meeting. And I was instructed to do that when I was new because my sponsor told me that I needed to go listen to sober alcoholics share so I would know that I didn't live with the only crazy sucker in town. And it helped me a lot. And it was so funny because it was in those AA meetings that I found laughter. I found myself laughing. In fact, uh, the first man that I heard that really made me laugh was a man by the name of Norm A., <coughs> I went to hear him on a Friday night, and uh, that was long before this meeting was ever started. And uh, and I heard there that he was speaking Saturday morning at Alano Club. I went Saturday morning, and there they announced that he was talking Saturday night. And I went there. And he was talking Sunday morning somewhere, and then he was talking Sunday night somewhere. Uh, three of those meetings I went to by myself, and two of those meetings, uh, Keith went with me. And uh, Sunday night, he came up to me, and he said, Honey, how long have you been sober? <laughs> and I said, Oh, I'm not a drunk. I'm an Al-Anon. He's the alcoholic, and I pointed to Keith. He said, why are you coming to hear me every time I talk? And I said, because your home was just like mine. I could not believe it. You know, he talked a lot about uh, driving by his house and uh, thinking that uh, his wife was having a garage sale because all of his clothes were thrown out on the yard. <laughs> I identified with that. And uh, he would talk about, you know, on Saturday afternoon, there the old drunk is picking up his laundry in the front yard. Yeah. But I loved that man, and he made me laugh. Uh, so I got to see different things that I wanted by going to different meetings. I got to hear more. I got to learn more. 